Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. We are doing Morty Panto. It's the 20th year and it starts literally next week. So the 15th to the 18th of November. Hansel and Regretel. And where do I know where to stand? If we were to draw a graph of my process, of my method, something like this. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, action. Wizard, you shall not pass. Cut. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. We are method actors. We are we? method actors. Mm. What is the play and what is my part? Mm. Like, if you haven't seen Extras, by the way, with uh, Ricky Gervais, I mean, everyone has seen Extras because it's so funny, but check it out. That's And you see, like, cameos from huge name celebrities saying the funniest stuff, like Kate Winslet, who gets super dirty. It's the best show ever. Mm-hmm. But it is all about, like, what goes on behind the scenes with acting. If we would call Dan and I acting in I Hansel and I say I'm a raging thespian from way back, but pantomime isn't really... Uh, <laughs> My strongest point. But um, it's what it's all about. It's That's raising right. money for the MS Society of Tasmania. It's more about the charity side of things. But um, you and I have to learn our lines because we keep on bringing out our scripts and we uh, can't get it right so far. I know. You know mm. what? I, um, I'm i struggling to learn lines. Not like I used to be able to learn them really quickly. I swear just having mum brain and working and like your brain is just kind of turning into mush. Oh, so yeah. it's going to be interesting how it's, it, you know, it'll be one of those things. It will come together. It always comes together, um, mm-hmm. like all good things. And the oh. show is called Hansel and Regretel. It's a great story, though. And all the cast mm. are so funny. Like, there's a special appearance by Peter G, which is great, of course, John X, uh, and his gorgeous wife, Cassie, the whole gang. You know, it's going to be super fun, written by Daryl Peebles, who we love. Yeah, he's great. He's Beryl as well. And there's going to be trouble. There's going to be witches with a twitch. Um, last year, it was magnificent wind in the pillows. So we came out as farmers last time, and this time we're two-headed twins. We are. Uh, you and I. Typical so we Tasmanians. have to wear the same outfit. This is the and, best and have part two heads. Ever. Mm. We, Dan and I, are literally in the same overalls, like the same outfit. So none of us can have like a bathroom break throughout the show, which is ironic considering I have to pee like every two seconds. You pee like a racehorse, actually. Well, are you of- competing in the Melbourne Cup tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. Is the Christmas stuff up already? I uh, will remind you, it's the first week of November and not to do it until December. And how happy did he seem just then soliciting for those calls? Mm. Hear the Christmas joy in Dan Taylor's voice because, my friend, it's 49 days until Christmas. And you know what? You can can make fun of me as much as you want, but you know that 49 days is going to, like, creep up so slowly. 49 days, though. Let's just go with 25. But you know what the great thing is about getting all the Christmas stuff early? Like, we, on the weekend, set up our Christmas tree and I had to convince my husband and my child because they were being grinchy. But by the Mm. end of it, hubby just... Justin's in shiphoats just spending a fortune, and I shut my mouth. I normally don't like it when he just goes and spends money. But yeah, this you is great. hate it when yeah, he spends money but this is okay. on anything. So, because yeah, he wastes money all the time. But this he way, buy you flowers for your birthday, well, and you're sure, like, sure. "What is this all about?" <laughs> I'm like, "Man, it's like ten bucks worth of flowers." No, don't let like, him do it. They're like fifty bucks, and they look oh, beautiful. They? So then they just die. Oh, anyway, hey. the Christmas lights, like everything. <laughs> <laughs> like your festive spirit. Christmas has has come early to the Coombspeys household. I'm very excited. And like I just said, if you go and get all your Christmas stuff now, you're not gonna it's not gonna sell out. It's all there. So we've got lights. We already had the tree. The tree's out. It looks beautiful. We've got um, some more stuff. Hubby Justin's going to put out the front as well. He even mowed the lawn so it looked great. And this way we really? think, you know what, that way the whole street will go, oh, hey, 
Jason and Crystal, as we're affectionately known on our street, because our neighbours can't remember our name, they'll be like, yeah, well, their house looks all Christmassy. Let's do the same thing. All right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I think you're the only one. But 131060, Nicole from Kingston, your Christmas stuff isn't up, is it? I put it all out on the lounge room floor yesterday, but it is going up tomorrow. No, Yay! Nicole, no. Nicole, I love you. I'm so glad you called. And, hun, how are you feeling? Isn't it just the most wonderful time of the year? Oh, it's the best time of the year. If you can't put your tree up early, then I don't know. That's okay. exactly right. Isn't that the best thing when you get to, to do it early? You know? Like, well, the, the, the shops all get to do it early, so why can't we? The shops yes. did it in, like, you know, mid-September, didn't they? That's right. They and did. I, start, I started um, buying Christmas decorations in September. <laughs> Nicole, next September we'll put our tree up together at the same time. We most certainly will. And I'll burn them both down. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jess from Denali, have you put the Christmas stuff up already? I certainly have. Oh, yes! Oh, no. I knew you would. I knew someone else would too. When did you put yours up? Uh, a few days before the weekend, actually. I usually, like, I'll even do it around the 1st of November if I feel like it. Babe, that's exactly what I wanted to do it on the 1st of November, but just it was Wednesday, like, all that sort of stuff, so I made it special on the weekend. So we are November Christmas celebrators together. We are, and I've done it every year. I just enjoy enjoying it a bit longer. Absolutely. All right. Don't we all? Why don't you just leave out the tree 24-7 then? <laughs> It's a bit big. Yeah. <laughs> Surely not you, Donna, from Cambridge. Surely not. Christmas stuff yes. this early. Unapologetically sitting here looking at it right now, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and how beautiful does it look? What, what was it like oh. on the weekend, the, the family experience of doing the tree? Well, it wasn't a full family experience. Um, we had most of the kids were at work um, and it was just me and my little one. And she was like, can we do it? So... I thought, why not? And then as we were pulling out the decoration, she was going for like the little family ones and the one that's, the ones that she's made. And I thought to myself, I'm going to get so much backlash for this. However, it's sort of a bit of a countdown for her that the hustle and the bustle of mum and dad going to work and all of that is coming to an end for the year and we're going to get to spend some time together. So I don't care about the backlash. That's just so, the Christmas tree. Exactly <laughs> right. Well, I admired my shed on the weekend and I just looked at the shed and thought, I don't have to get out the Christmas tree until December 1st. And it was a beautiful <laughs> moment. <laughs> Alpha humbug, Dan. <laughs> I'm the Grinch. I've got resting yes. Grinch face. <laughs> Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit breakfast with Dan and Christy. It's time to come on down. Christy Hayes from oh the Dan and Christy for breakfast. One half of the duo that Hobart wakes up to every morning from six. Thank you, my friend. That's us. Happy to be here. What are we doing this morning? Oz Music Month at the moment. So all music, all month, all the Aussie bands out there. I love watching live concerts. I saw Grinspoon on Friday. They were amazing. Uh, Phil Jamison, one of the best front men in the world and they really are world class and and this was a great era of music so i thought i might quiz you on that era of music now how will you go with this first i'm going to say straight off the bat mm-hmm. i don't think i'm going to do very well mm-hmm. mm, i kind of remember that era of music like i loved accidentally kelly street that song by fronte not the same era <laughs> that was like 1993 mate but um, we'll go with, like, late 90s, late early 90s? 2000s, okay. like a, a, around then. Well, what I were was, you doing at the time? I was 12 in the year 2000 because I remember turning 13 at the toward the end of 2000, okay? So, and you know why I know that? Because Nikki you know? Webster was in the Olympics mm. and you were the same age and in the same class as Nikki Webster. That's right. I mm. kid you not. That's exactly what I was thinking in my head, but mm. didn't want to say that to sound like an egotistical Well, we'll start with... Loser. Uh, so yes, correct. <laughs> Nikki Webster was your friend. Um, so I'm just going to play bands 
of the same era. Okay. So can you name this band? Strawberry Kisses. <laughs> what band is that? I love this song. This is a great song. By yep. the one and only Powderfinger. That's right. Correct. Thank you. One from one <laughs> so far. It is a great song, isn't it? Are we going to keep score on this game? Like, uh, should I be one? caring about a tally no, no, for myself? Because I never I've win these games. Head. All right. All right. You ready? Here's the second band. Name this band. Lead singer Sarah McLeod, if that helps. Great song called Gravity. Something, Thoughts? it's got something not Jets. It's not <laughs> ugly. It's not killing Heidi. It's no, not no. that ugly. It's not. What's... Ella Hooper was in Hobart on the weekend, though. I saw that. that. Yeah. This is the Sarah McLeod. This is. Oh, damn it. Think of the religion you had for a little Super while. Super Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus thanks, was involved. Thanks, thanks he was behind bringing the up my religion. At the time. I yeah. still have the cross tattoo on my religion. lower back. Yeah, from the Super Jesus. All right, next question. <laughs> what band is this? <laughs> Do you remember the song? First yeah, being home. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love the song, right? It's a good song. Good one, Matt. He's out there having a chuckle out with this song. Yeah. Is this the living end? No, because they're not no. Australian. And I knew they that. They are Australian. They actually. are, and I did yeah. know that too. That's why I brought it up because I'm now quizzing you. Yeah, okay. Um, give me, can you do a quick clue that you do? You're good with your clues. A clue is uh, remember the Simpsons and the statue in the middle of Springfield. Uh, yeah, like, no, like, give me another someone clue. Someone Springfield. Like, Spring- they were called someone Springfield. <laughs> not, not Bruce Springsteen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they love the Simpsons too, oh, this band. Um, I can't think. Damn it, I can't remember. Oh, I, I was positive that it was Living End, but it's Jebediah. not. Jebediah. Jebediah. What about this one? Gee, there's more of these are coming out. This is getting <laughs> this harder, is the best and harder, harder and harder. Well, Matt can buzz in, our producer. Do you know this band? Uh, it's Get Free, yeah? Yeah. Um, the Vines. Hey! Yes. There we go. So did we just win? Did Matty just play for me and I won well, the game? Well, there's one more question, and you and Matt can buzz in okay. on this one. First right. one to buzz in wins the entire game. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's not fair. I've just changed the rules. Bad, yes. All right, here we go. What band's this? Chrissy! Oh. This is Silverchair. Yeah! <laughs> we did it, everyone. Boo. Did we? <laughs> the real winner is our listeners <laughs> that had to endure that. Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. We're asking you on 131060. Yes. Yes, yes. Dave. So this is, there's a movie about it, isn't there? Yes. Give us a call, 131060. Have you done a yes day with your kids? That's a message that I got from our wonderful listener and friend Donna because she suggested it and I thought, you know what, what a great idea. Donna said to me on Instagram, where are you about to embark on a yes day with rules, of course, but thinking it teaches responsibility and consequences to the kids but also allows for independent decision-making and breaks the whole no, no, no thing. And, yes, it's just like the movie. Mm-hmm. I am a... I say no a lot to my kids, but I try and reward them with a yes. I'm like, if you just get no all the time, then that's all you hear. But I said to mm-hmm. Harley and, and Hendrix, my children, I was like, if they get a yes from me, the rule is take the yes. Like if they hound me for something and I say yes, take it. Because if you don't take it when I say it, I'm going to change my mind. Yeah, okay. You're a sweet dad. You're a yes dad. I'm a yes dad. Uh, I encourage the kids to just come up with the itinerary all the time. I'm like, <laughs> whatever you guys want to do. I'm like, I'm in. Because <laughs> I'm a big kid at heart too. They're like, let's go get nuggets. And I'm like, yes, yes. certainly. <laughs> and uh, like, I'll it, eat most of them. I know. And it's hard. We know it's hard saying no to the kids. I don't do it for fun. But like, geez, if I let my kids say yes to everything, like mm. it would just... 
they won't. I don't know. They they we know we can imagine all the things that could go wrong. But oh, maybe yeah. maybe I could take a leaf out of Donna's book and do a yes. A I, yes I like day. this idea. This is spontaneous activities for me. I'm always a yes person anyway. Like when someone has a suggestion of doing something, I'm usually like, yep, I'll turn up. It's yeah, and I'm all for that stuff too. I love mm. spontaneity, and yes is actually my favorite word. Like, can we do it? Yes. Did we get it? Yes. Was that good? Yes. But with the kids, mm, not really my bag because you have mm-hmm. to protect them, you know. But anyway, I'm up for getting to go, and I think Donna has some really good ideas, and he, she's on the phone on 131060. Morning. Uh, so say yes to the dress is one of my mum's favourite TV shows. Uh, she loves yeah. things about saying yes, and this is such a cool concept of yours. Yeah, so it actually was my seven-year-old's idea, and I was just like, absolutely no, which is ironic. <laughs> yeah, I had to think about it. Um, but we are going to have a yes day, so like the movie, mm. um, we will have a day where myself and my partner are saying yes to anything that our children are asking Within for. reason, I'd imagine. They'd have to be Within safe reason, yeah. and relaxed environments. But how does yeah, it work so for the kids? So rules. you just kind of put some rules down? Yeah, yeah. So we've laid down um, there's $100 for the whole day. It's yep. the full budget. So whatever, can't go over that. Um, if they want to go anywhere, there's a 50-kilometre radius from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can't be harmful, dangerous dishonest um, or can't leave anyone else out. So everyone has to do it together as well. So, yeah. And does, okay, so what time does the, is it just when the day kicks off that the yes begins? Is this a 24 hour thing or just a, you know, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. yes day? Yeah, yeah, for the day. So when they wake up to when they go to bed. um, And then also another rule we slipped in there was there's no excuses for anything that happens the next day. So if they go to bed at 2 a.m. and the next day they're really tired, Yep. Oh, no excuses. <laughs> that's the point, isn't it? To show them that if you say yes to everything, it actually won't benefit them. So I'm imagining this means like pizza for breakfast if they want it. You can that's stay up till 1am yeah. if you want, but you're yeah. going to be tired the next day for school. Yep, that's it. Oh, we're going to do it. We're definitely not doing it on a school day the next day. But, um, yeah, it's definitely to show them that they've got to work together to, I don't know, have me wear my, my partner's clothes for the day and him wear a dress for the day or just silly stuff where they've got to work together to be creative about it and yeah, That's great. responsibility what, too. What about some of the permanent consequences if they just go and buy a puppy, for example? Oh, that is off the cards. Not with $100, Dan. <laughs> I don't know. You could. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm rethinking it. <laughs> well, they could definitely get a few goldfish, but you know what? That's part of the deal. If they want to get little things like that, then they have to be responsible for what comes because they'll learn that every little decision that you make in life, even just if it's one day, it has flow-on effect for the next couple of days or even weeks or years, right? That's it. And there's no excuses for those flow-on effects. So that was a rule. So if they do buy a puppy with their $100, that's not just for that day and there's no excuse for it. So (laughs) So when does this all kick off your yes day? Like this is a big deal. Yeah. So we are doing it um, on the, I think it's the weekend of the 15th of November. Or the 18th or something like that. I love that you've scheduled it in, obviously, on oh, a Saturday. That scheduled. makes sense. Yes. Yeah, it's scheduled. A bulk text message got sent out to our children about it um, <laughs> because we have shared, shared custody. So it was a attention. This is not a drill. Yep. Um, yesterday is coming. So they've got some time to have a think about it and sit down with each other and, yeah, come up with some creative ideas. I'm a little bit scared, but it should be fun. There What's... may be some illegal activities. What's the worst uh, that could go wrong? And with social media, there's going, yeah, exactly. What could possibly go wrong? I'm sure there'll be photographic evidence of some pretty embarrassing parent moments. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy will go anywhere you do with the listener app. Get it today. Hit 100.9.
It's Dan and Christy. Dan's playing sports. Well, we did it. Tasmania, we've won. Some sharpshooting in front of goal has seen the Devils take victory in emphatic style yeah. over New South Wales slash ACT in the grand final of the 2023 Wheelchair Australia Championships. Amazing. Congratulations. So proud. That yes. is, that's just the best news. It really is. That's it. And uh, we were 13-482 to New South Wales slash ACT's 7-7-49. And nothing like inclusive sports. Uh, we're right behind the boys. And, and well done to Tassie. Making the map proud. And uh, yesterday, uh, well, no, it was Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday, that's right. That's right. I night. love that I know your schedule. <laughs> yeah, that is my <laughs> schedule. Um, Canes versus the Heat in the WBBL. So um, not a bad uh, match, actually. But uh, Amelia Kerr for the Brisbane Heat was unbelievably good. So um, she was good with the bat and ball. So a uh, six-wicket win over Hobart to reclaim top spot on the WBBL 09 table. That's what they're saying. So mm. Kerr, uh, late arrival to the tournament, too. She just led the way uh, at Bunsen Arena. She took two for 16 and then just bashed out 59 from 43 balls in the chase. Elisa Villani was really good, the captain Excellent. of the Hurricanes. Uh, she carried the bat with an unbeaten 58 of 54. She's the best, Elisa. She's so nice too. Mm, and I was the MC for the match. I was about to say, and yes. you, Dan Taylor, you were MC. Late entry. And you, <laughs> and you were the ground <laughs> announcer, so you did two jobs. I'm so not used to looking down the barrel of a camera Yeah. because this job doesn't require that. I mean, we do have cameras in the studio, but it's like, okay, three, two, one, go, improvise. And <laughs> How did one, you go? How did not you great. <laughs> That's all right. Firstly, um, okay, was was it a big crowd? We need to get people there for 750 the 750 people. Uh, okay. It'd be great to get more people to the WBBL, but that'll come with time. It and, will. And the, the girls are amazing out there. But one of the things I said, I'm like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, stomp your hands and clap your feet. Are you so, serious? So I started clapping my feet and I tried to. <laughs> At least you uh, went I tried with to it. stomp my hands too, but like punching the ground's not fun. Yeah, you pay me out for saying the word pimp mm. or rad. I should have said pimp or rad. I should have said cowbunga dudes. <laughs> I'm part of the, what was your group in high school? Oh, the, don't bring that up again. It was the, the skaties and the homies. The homies like, and skaties, All right, actually. homies and skaties, let's go. Um, but England officially eliminated from the World Cup. Get excited because They'll whinge about it. knocked them out. Good. Yeah, land down under. 33-run loss to Australia. We knocked them out. So uh, they were ch- chasing uh, 287 run target for victory. They were rolled. They were rolled by the boys. That just um, feels like it went on forever, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, semi-finals uh, coming up. So Mitchell Stark claimed two wickets. Uh, Adam Zampa absolutely tore them apart, the English, uh, which is great. Three for 21 in an economical 10-over spell. So uh, England are officially out. Sucked in, you engine pong. <laughs> Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. Let's talk about Taylor Swift yes. and her partner, Travis Kelsey. Now he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're a newish couple and yeah. they seem super happy. A couple of months maybe. A couple of months in mm. that nice honeymoon phase as well. And we saw the footage of when Taylor Swift would sneak into his games. Was that via the popcorn machine, I think? Yeah, that yeah. was great with Surrounded by Security. That's right. <laughs> Just kind of push this giant popcorn machine. And then there's Usually Taylor Swift. Usually they don't have uh, security the popcorn <laughs> machines, but this one did. And so anyway, he got put on the spot and I think he gave – the appropriate answer when he was asked whether he was in love with his girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Yeah. The latest status is I got to see her last week. That's the latest status right there. Are you in love? Um, I'm going to keep my personal relationship personal. He yeah, loves what her. a gentleman. He loves her. Yeah, and it's that's nobody's sweet. business too. Like, that's what I hate. Yeah. If people think it's up for discussion. No, as, I bring, as I bring it up on air. <laughs> yeah, well, well said by Taylor Swift's next album, Kelsey. <laughs> Hits Dan and Christy. 
the weird world of Dan. It is a weird world of Dan today. Uh, would you like a hippopotamus for Christmas? Because <laughs> there's plenty out there. They are angry things, the hippopotamuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are the hippopotamuses. Hippopotami. Have you tried to spell hippopotamus? It's, uh, it's as <laughs> With a mus at the end. <laughs> no, I have not. Um, but yeah, I could try to. Um, Colombia is going to cull some of the 166 hippos descended from a herd owned by drug owner uh, Pablo Escobar in the 1980s. Are you so kidding he, me? Oh, he had like a private zoo. Um, he had millions of dollars, obviously, from his cocaine racket. And uh, for years, they've been trying to control the hippo numbers from his zoo because they've kind of bred yeah, and, uh, of to 166. He started with a few and now, um, you know, he was uh, shot and killed back in uh, 1993. But the hippos have thrived because there's a lack of predators in Colombia. And uh, it's fertile, it's swampy perfect conditions for the native African animal to live. They're incredible hippos. Mm. I honestly thought that they were just this lovely little docile hanging out in the water thing, just a little hippo, hippo in around. And I, you know, I think it was David Attenborough's show mm. that just taught me the, the level of, actually, they can be really dangerous when they charge at you. You do not oh, want yeah. to get on the bad side of a hippo, especially they're when they're the hungry hippo. Yeah, yeah, they are. Well, especially the board game by Milton Bradley. But <laughs> Um, killing around 500 people a year, and and it, that's pretty dangerous, the mm. most dangerous. And adult males, uh, they weigh up to three tons, so they can just qu- kind of trot over the top three of you Three tons? Mm-hmm. It weighs. It can weigh up to three tons? That's just me. And um, <laughs> estimates that the population could reach 1,000 by 2035 if nothing is done. So that's what animal activists are saying. Uh, it's a great danger, and it entails suffering for the animals. Yeah, of course. Does. So... What a hippopotamus, they do say. But um, hopefully they have some sweet dreams, those hippos. And hopefully they don't get hippothermia. Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy.